0: Welcome to the Sexy Time Podcast with me, Belle.
1: And me, Ava.
0: (laughs) Today, we have an extra, extra special guest. I know we always say that, but this time it's legit. (laughs) She's the OG uh, here in the Philippines. Anything sex-related, I... (laughs) Ava, do you want to give a better introduction?
1: I do, but I want to say, like, she's basically the reason why people... She started the whole movement about sex, s- talking about sex, and openly talking about sex. And, you know, we are so honored to have her on the podcast today. So to give you guys a little bit more of a background, we have our our guest, Doc Margie Holmes. So Doc Margie Holmes is a renowned sex therapist in the Philippines. She graduated... with She graduated magna cum laude from the university... Correct me if these... I got these online, Doc Margie. so let oh, me know if Oh, don't worry. Okay. Yes. She graduated mag- magna cum laude from the University of the Philippines in 1973 with a degree in Bachelor of Arts in Psychology. She was awarded a scholarship grant from the East-West Center to study at the University of Hawaii, where she received a Master of Public Health, major in International Family Planning with Special Studies in Sex Therapy and Marriage Counseling. She also created the first ever Philippine-based show to deal with psychological issues entitled No Nonsense with
2: Doc Margie Holmes.
1: There's so much to read about you online, but I do want to ask you, did we miss
2: anything? Uh, I recently had the show on the international streaming platform, Hawk. I... Apparently more people watched that show than they did the Marvel movies that were presented. Wow. In fact, it was called Sex Talks with Dr. Holmes. It was the um one of the five most watched shows in the in the platform.
0: We yes. just loved your attack on how you answer questions because it's kind of like cheeky, but very fact-based and I can't wait to get into it with you, but let's talk about your career. How did you start becoming a sex therapist? You know, especially in that generation, women (laughs) are not expected to, first of all, have a career, let alone, you know, be in that field.
2: Oh wow! Well, oh, I'll tell you the real story since you set it up with the real paradigm, no, with the real perspective. Okay, very young, reasonably innocent, brought up in a convent school, wanted to be buried a virgin, you know, as a virgin, except all the usual crap, no. Anyway, so what happened was I fell in love with my professor and. I like to think he fell in love with me, and I don't think I was naive because when we were found out and they told him we had to stop or he had to stop, he told me, I will quit UP and teach any other place. So I think that was pretty, I wasn't that naive, you know. Anyway, so I fell in love with him and uh, he fell in love with me. And, you know, if the guy is married, usually, you know that, you know. So he was married, he was married, yeah. Okay, okay. And so um after a while I really decided that, you know, it, it was too ridiculous, you know. So we ended at any rate. And then when I finished, of course I was grieving and I said who will I go to for advice if I went to a psychiatrist? It was all very Freudian then. They would probably ask me about my childhood. And if I went to a priest, he would probably just talk about the morality. So I thought, I mean, I'm sure I didn't know. I'm sure there were good people around. But I told myself, well, when I grow up, when I grow up, I'm going to be the sort of person who women like me can go to. And they will get facts And if I have opinions, which I definitely will, I will make sure that I will be ethical enough to separate fact from mere opinion and let them know that. Anyway, that's the short story. I hope it answers
0: your question. And let's talk a little bit about that. We grew up in the Philippines where it's a very Catholic country. Yes. Suffice to say that these topics are very taboo. Yes, I was chatting with Ava earlier. We have my our grandmother's, our grandmother, <laughs> yeah, is a nun, and yes. I'm very oh, you know kind of in yes. touch with her and and lovely. And she was saying, you know, I'm a bit concerned about your podcast, but she said it in a very caring way.
2: She said, mm. I'm a bit concerned
0: about your podcast. You guys, it seems like you're promoting a lot of pleasure. Mm. And a bit, it's a bit hedonistic, the images. I did take a course from love, courtship and marriage five times. And, you know, and I was asking Ava, right? We were like, how do you <laughs> yeah, respond she, to this? Because we it's very valid. And yeah. it's, yes, yes. that people are going through it. They feel that they're going against their faith. If they're talking about sexuality, I guess. Is that correct to assume
2: that they feel they're going against their faith. Yeah, what they believe in. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think it depends on what your faith is. I mean, let let me translate it a little bit. No, when you know, I had a lot of homosexuals calling. and I mean, writing me in my column, some wanting to commit suicide. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this is another reason why I kept on the field, even though you know I was criticized immensely. At any rate, and I told them. It depends on your idea of God. Like, it would depend on your idea of faith and what they teach you. And doesn't kindness or uh really relating to the person as he is and not as he wants you to be, isn't that one of the basic tenets of what God wants you to do? And don't you think you have a kind God instead of one that... Just wonders, you know, what orifice you insert your genitals into or what orifice or what appendage you want inserted into your private parts. I mean, it seems like such a makete God, you know, such a small-minded God who would be counting these things. I mean, I there's totally a war in Ukraine. There's so many other things. Anyway, this is how I dealt with it. And then, of course, in the end, you cannot convince people. You just do the best that you can do. You try to do it with as much kindness, etc as you can, and in the end you hope that like you hope for yourself, you have an open enough heart and mind, but heart to accept and listen to them, but not change your stance. I love that. You you
1: mentioned that um when you were going through this or when you were t- accepting all the uh, giving these advice to people that you received a lot of criticisms I wanted to know oh, a little yeah. bit about that just because I mean like I come starting this podcast with my sister was really really like scary and we haven't received okay. as much but I wanted to know about how it was like at your
2: when you started oh yeah and it well the one of the major things was Manoling Morato and not because I mean, he was the uh, what is a board of censors head and what what was really difficult was not him per se, but what he could do as Board of Censors said. And so we had a show, and you don't know these people, but maybe your parents or grandparents would. We had Heidi Yorak, who was a brilliant, feisty lawyer, and she had a position also in government and other people. Because what he did is he, what do you call it, he censored our show but he censored it in the future, which you cannot do. What he did is permitted the next show to turn on. And they asked why, and he said, because I said very awful words. I said the word masturbate instead of "as." say M-A-S-T-U-R-B-A-T-E. So I wanted to say, but I was a coward if I had boss like you then. I wanted to say, oh, so if I said B-E-N-I-S instead of penis, the show would have gone on. But I didn't. Uh, Maria Reza, our Nobel Prize winner, was the director of my show.
1: Wow.
2: Yeah, she was fabulous. I mean, as she is now, she was smart. On the ball. Oh, yeah.
1: So there are really people who are out, uh, out to get
2: you and like try to stop that from happening. My gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a friend who was with the cabinet then, and she said that I was discussed in a cabinet meeting. <laughs> I mean, whether it should go on. I mean, so that was the extent of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say censorship. You, you mentioned the word censorship. It, we don't hear it. Too much now, thankfully, in our generation, because <laughs> yes. a lot of people are more woke, people want to be in the know, yes. everybody has an opinion. Um, was it difficult trying to get your point across when left and right there were censorships, you know, being done to women, especially when you say like what you say the word masturbate? You know, we grew up in a yes. Catholic high school. And we if you even thought that or even said it out loud, it would be like,
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. For myself, I can understand it being difficult for other people, but for myself, I had good, good training because my father was horrendous. He was so conservative. He told me once, don't call up a boy because if you call up a boy, everything is over. <laughs> you know, your reputation. Every, I mean, can you imagine? I love that. So, so, <laughs> so I learned very early in life, just do what you want. Because some people are idiots with an apology to my father, who was very <laughs> smart, but he didn't know how to live life, so that's you know so just do what you i mean do what you want in terms of do what you feel is fair and you know kind and honest and, and so when these people you know tried to tell me things, I thought, you know, what do you know? what do you know? you know I was a girl i mean I think I needed help, no one came to me. you wouldn't have come to me. So I'm gonna do what I think is good because I know other people need to hear these things. You know, not that I was angelic or messianic. Yeah. I don't think so. I just felt you, you know. trusted your gut. Well, yeah. You see that. So
1: more people need to be like that. More people yeah, need to be. Like- I trust you. You know why? Yeah. We're also
0: we're also we grow up caring so much about what other people mm. think. And it's yes. you know, constant. Like, what will my mom think? What will my friends think? Recently, we, my sister and I, we launched a lube, a personal lubricant, jelly time, and we had a lot of oh, say, can yes. oh, I have some? They were interested, and then when we sent it, they were like, oh, I don't really, I can't post about it and promote it because what will you know this person think? And I totally respect them because I think it's their prerogative, but we're still in that mentality, and I'm not one right. to fly away from it, right? Yeah. I always right. l- right. think twice, like, what will people think? Will this happen to me?
1: But I love the, I just feel like I, when I talk to Doc Margie, I feel like the aura or the vibe that I get from you is exactly what I want to replicate. Like, who cares? You know, this is what I want to do. And I, 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 I feel so empowered f- yes. actually talking to
2: you. Oh, true. Hey, but listen, Ava, I think you are projecting that. That energy and that acceptance, and hindi ako bolera, Yeah, yeah, I really do. That energy and that acceptance, and then I'm sure because you're very young, later you will get the training, because you're very young. I'm not saying, you know, you should be tra- and all that, so that you know what you say, because after a while you will see that you will find a tribe, your tribe, who will mm-hmm. accept and Take everything and love you, whatever you are and whatever you do. But then later, most people want to hear, yes, but how does this compare with the rest of the world? Or what I wanted to do, and couldn't answer, I thought, until I got the answers myself is, would a man still want to marry me if I wasn't a virgin anymore?
1: Oh my gosh, that's a... Super, I totally agree. And that's like a whole nother topic that oh, we would need to have oh. you on for that. But I do want to ask you, so one of the questions that I did, you know, I, I know we mentioned like how things have evolved through the time and yes. you've, you've been practicing for over 30 years. Um, yes, and I w- yes, I wanted to know like, you know, uh, how, how has it changed or how have the, have the problems of your patients evolved through the years? Have you seen any difference mm. or is it quite similar?
2: Okay, unfortunately, there isn't much difference, although I'm happy there's more science, etc., involved. And you didn't ask me, but Belle, let me just say I think this is more your track. No, but anyway, there is more science involved, so people know the be- like if they ask what's the average penis size, most people know that. But things like this is what? No, what know- is it? I want to know uh, what's that? Which well, people say? Okay, I'll tell you. I'm sorry, Asian men, but we Asian <laughs> women love you, Asian men. They say, and I don't know the latest research. It is up to women like you and men, also men of your age, to find out. But before the research used to be six to eight inches for Caucasian men, and probably Africans a lot bigger. I don't know, and then for. Uh, for uh, my husband is distracting me he said uh, yes so 5 to 7 yeah so for asian men supposedly 5 to 7 inches i'm talking erect of course
1: <laughs> i'm imagining an index card okay 5 yeah. 5 by 7 okay you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would say yeah, that well. sex
0: problems 30 years ago are similar to the problems that you encounter
2: today could you give us sure well you know the one about the one about virginity is such a big deal because uh, I remember a letter, which I think this guy, he was an OFW, so he met a, a woman because, you know, they're so lonely. So he met a woman that he liked over chat and then they fell in love, they liked each other, he visited her in the Philippines so the family, they all loved her, blah, blah, blah. And then he wrote me very disturbed because he said, I thought, Thought I found the woman of my dreams. I was gonna marry her. We were, but she told me in our last conversation that she was no longer a virgin. So I don't know what to do. I I don't want to marry her anymore. How do I break up with her? Blah blah blah. Now one of the things that has changed, although we had it then, so I knew it, but it's more complex. Uh, common now, is what is called cognitive behavioral therapy. So I'm sure you want to know about the therapy too. So I told her, look at this and you look at what has changed. All that has changed is what you think. This woman was a non-virgin when you met her. She was a non-virgin when your parents met her and loved her, when you met her parents. She was a non-virgin when you wanted to marry her. The only thing that changed is now, you know, and now your thought is virgin, not being a virgin is terrible. Yeah. It's what you think because, you know, you know, then and then he thank God he realized it. You know, and anyway, that's part of CBT. You can have someone else talk about it. Though I would love to sometime. It doesn't have to do only with sex, but with other things. But did cognitive he get behavioral it? Behavioral therapy. Yes, I was so happy because sometimes people don't. He got it. They should have made me <laughs> Ninang sakasal. No, no. no. <laughs> tama, tama. Uh, yeah, but anyway. Yes, Doctor, was- I love
0: cognitive behavior therapy. I, I do it. Uh-huh. I practice it.
2: Oh, lovely.
0: Really great. It basically talks about how part... Well, this is what from my learning, part of resiliency is about being able to adapt and being flexible to the situation. And so that makes you mm-hmm. stronger. That's what we tackle mm-hmm. in cognitive behavioral therapy. Oh, that's so wonderful. not about me. It's about you. We want to focus... We, wanna, ah, yeah. we have so much more questions. We've been getting a lot of DMs about infidelity. One messenger is Mm -hmm. i'll keep her anonymous she said i recently found out that my husband cheated years ago during the time he proposed i was devastated of course pretty confused how to accept it i love i love him too much i didn't want to let go and i realized that we both have been deprived of dating um, different people because we've kind of been together for a very long time after realizing that i myself became curious and i wanted to kind Mm. of have a revenge she said, I was curious okay. and I downloaded Tinder. My first thought was okay. to sleep with the first person I matched with online as a revenge. But now I'm just deep into sexting with this guy. Um, mm-hmm. I know my husband will get mad. And I also know that he doesn't have the right, given what he did. As much as I want to mm-hmm. do the same by keeping it a secret, I kind of want to just give him idea that maybe we can get into swinging. I don't mm. know what to do. I'm really confused right now. So this is just one Yes. Coming up, talking to us about, you know, infidelity. We get a lot and we don't really know how to navigate and unpack infidelity.
2: Mm, okay. Well, it's difficult to navigate and unpack it, you know, because each situation is different. Like this woman, I mean, and I don't blame her because, you know, she loves her husband. There are so many issues working. Part is revenge, part is uh, she wants her husband to know. Part is uh, some streak of feminism, which I'm glad she has, which is he has no right to control me. And yet she knows that if she tells him, of course, the idea uh, that, yes, I have a right, you're my wife, you know, that comes in. And yeah. And I'm pretty sure that she would be upset if he didn't care about what was happening to her. Yeah. You know what I mean? In her yeah. relationship, there's... So, but in another relationship, that may not be it. I mean, in terms of unpacking fidel- infidelity, all I would like to say is the relationships where one partner discovers... Oh, I'm sorry. And the other thing, of course, is the swinging. Okay, that's yeah, another that's thing. another one. Yeah, to look into and to see... I'm sorry I interrupted myself, but anyway, it's about the swinging. And does she really want it, or is it a way to prove to her husband that, you know, she's out there, she's willing, or, you know, whatever. We don't know, and we have to look at that, because, or is this like an option to save her marriage, that... Instead of really wanting it, she would be willing. I mean, all these things you have to do. But anyway, I'm sorry. Going back before I interrupted myself, what were we talking about? I'm no, sorry. I think
1: she, I think she was just, I think one, like, I wanted to be able to advise this, 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 okay. this, um, girl, this person, this girl. This yeah. Because she was saying yeah. she's so confused. And she, yeah. what would you, what would you have to say to her?
2: Uh, oh God, huh? I would say, um, Okay, first of all, uh, I hope you realize that this is a Q&A and not a therapy session. Okay. And so at most, at most, all I can give you are is information or uh, what I can give you are uh, things to think about. Okay? Because it's a letter. So it's up here. But yes. real therapy hits you in the gut because then you know how to change things. I mean, or you're more willing to, or you actually see it changing. With a Q and A, it's like a one-shot deal, okay, like a yeah. one-night stand. You know, it can be terrific, but. What happens after? If you're lucky or you want to, she may write again and you have a conversation. Got it. But like that, it's still okay. So because I'm sorry, in a letter also it's not a conversation because she cannot interrupt back and you. forth. Don't. Okay. But if you wanted, you know, if you wanted to, you can say you can call me because this I am sure of that in my clinical experience, the relationships that can go past the infidelity. Okay, rather than, you know, you can still stay married, but you're still bitter about this, or you keep on going back to it when you're angry. Uh, A relationship that can pass the infidelity is one where the person who discovered it does not only feel that she was betrayed. I'll say she, because that's usually the case, right? Yeah. but. Wants to ask the question, well, what happened in our relationship? Is there anything we can do? I mean, why were you open to being unfaithful to me? If if you loved me? And does yeah. that mean you know, another question is, what about now? I mean that happened twenty years ago. But what about now? Do you still feel that love is not enough for you to remain faithful? Yeah. You know, these are the questions question. I feel like
0: I'm in a class. I'm like... (laughs) Yes? Everything you said, I'm just nodding my head. Why do, I want to ask, why do people cheat?
2: Oh gosh. Oh, Bill. There are so many reasons. Can I ask you a personal question? Yeah, please. Have you ever wanted to cheat? Okay, I didn't even ask you if you ever have. Have you ever been tempted and really tempted to cheat? I've been tempted, but I've
0: never acted on it Okay, because the feeling gets there and I already know, okay, this is a red flag for me. Oh, very good. Doc Margie, I'll be honest. I'm conservative
2: also. Oh, that's wonderful. Because, you know, being conservative and liberal, you know, I don't think that's the issue. Okay. The issue is... You're I mean, reasonably smart. You don't fall for fake yeah. news. Although that's hard. But okay, you're, you're, you know, you, you know things. You know how to distinguish facts from fiction, statistics from blah, 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 blah. Right? And that you have a respect for other people. You're conservative. Great. Because then I can trust my husband being with you. Mm-hmm. Right? As opposed to Ava. Oh, Me?
1: Yeah, I I actually have. Um, And when it happened, I told my partner right away. Wait, what happened? So I was on a trip um, with my friends and I was in a long term relationship and we were out, we were having some drinks and we were at at a bar and... All of us were dancing, and then all of a sudden, um, one thing led to another. <laughs> no. I was at the DJ booth, and then there was there was someone talking to me at the booth, and we were just laughing so much. In my head, it was just kind of like plain innocent. Well, not so innocent. Like when you're drinking, you kind of come off flirty, right? And then he leaned in and kissed me, and oh my god, it, my, I pulled my pulled back right away. You became sober. I, yeah, I sobered up. Also, my friends jumped in. They're like, "Okay, wait, that's not that's not supposed to happen." And then I walked out right away And then he followed me And he tried he tried to like talk to me about it But then right away we went home And I was feeling so guilty about it So I, I called my partner right away And I told him Exactly what happened And of course It was it was such a hard conversation To have I couldn't even get it Out of my mouth But um, I told him Like someone kissed me And then I was defensive Right away I was like But, but, but. he I pulled back right away I explained everything uh, But even that Even with everything That happened It was really hard For me to tell him So do you consider yourself A cheater? I feel like before i told him i was like oh my god i cheated on him but when i told him it f- it was a huge relief despite me, everyone telling me don't say it don't say it what well, he knows it will never he'll never find out and i was just like i can't i can't ha- have live this. with it yeah i can't live with it so yeah it felt good to be able to say it but it was the hardest thing to actually get myself to say it and then after you guys work your way yeah. No. What happened was he he needed like a day or two to get over it because I was abroad and our time difference was there. He wanted to sleep on it and then he woke up the next day and I could feel he was a bit cold. And I felt I I mean I could I know he was sad, but for my for me the whole time I was just like I couldn't believe that you it happened because you didn't think that you are. Yeah you I, could do that I would never thought I could do it at the same time I'm not gonna be all innocent and be like it just happened out of nowhere I'm like yeah. I'm dancing drinking alcohol in the middle of a club flirty flirty and I know I can get flirty when I'm drunk so parang you put yourself in a situation that led to that yeah so it Do you does feel happen. I, Do you feel even guilty? when I talk about it now, I'm like, I hate that I did that. Yeah. But it was such a big wake up call for me. That I don't put myself in that situation anymore. But you know what? It's experience. Because after you experience that, you're like, holy
0: crap, I can be in a situation. You thought you were super faithful. You yeah. thought you have such a strong relationship. And then you're in that situation and you find out it's an excuse almost.
2: Super. That, yeah. Exactly. I was head over heels for this partner. Okay. Yeah. It's a fantasy many people have. And of course, now with the woke culture, we have to say, okay, it's a fantasy, but which is true. Don't presume everybody has it and blah, blah, which is true. Don't presume everybody has it. And even if a person has it, that doesn't mean she wants to have it with you. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: You know, I mean, but anyway, yeah.
1: Yes. I wanted to ask for a lot of people who have experienced infidelity. You know, I always at least amongst my friends, it's like is there ever a way back? I mean, is there a way to get past that? Yes,
2: yes there is. I am I'm pretty strict. I belong to the old school. I feel you have to tell your partner. Okay, but as I said, let me explain that. Yeah. But to get past it, yes, and one thing is not to stay in rigid roles. You were the infidel, you betrayed me, and I was the poor, martyred, betrayed, innocent wife. If you stay in those roles, nothing will happen. Not. No? He will always have to ask forgiveness from you, and you will always, you know. So you have to look at what happened, why. Why did this happen? And more important, what can you do so it doesn't happen again? So you have to also look at... Uh, how much you want this relationship to continue. Yeah. And when you realize, okay, now the reason I think you should tell is because you see, if you don't tell, it's one lie after another that goes. And why don't you tell? They say, Oh, I don't want to hurt her. But don't you think that's pretty patronizing?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, I mean, at any anyway, rate. So now <laughs> if I had more time to do it, so don't ask uh. me now. What if it happened 20 years ago? do I, should, do I still have to tell her that? I mean, I mean, you know, if I had, I don't know, but you know, if you got married 10 years ago and it happened 20 years ago, then you weren't unfaithful, right? But I mean, there are so many. Technicalities. Yes, yes. So many subtleties and so many, yeah, moving parts. I like that. We
0: we know someone who has Mm -hmm. been, was married for a very, 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 very long time. And, you know, they were the epitome of the sweetest couple when they would yes. drive they would hold hands and things like that yes one day yes the wife just said were you ever unfaithful and he just had to get it off his chest and he said yes mm-hmm. oh but they didn't stay together right yeah. so it's not let's say a happy ending but yeah you know, i think they're just both much more i guess satisfied that he was able to get it off his chest like he couldn't live with him
2: yes Oh, I mean, in a way that shows, uh, you know, a person who is trustworthy in the sense that the minute he got the opportunity, he He let it it out. Yeah. And, you know, we don't know. They broke up now. They're very sad for the next two years. They may be very sad, but later on. Maybe both of them will blossom into people. She will blossom and meet if she wants to. She can blossom on her own with her yeah. friends, but she may meet someone who is more her type or would never be unfaithful to, to her or whatever, and he may meet someone else. So what I'm talking about the marriage is, yeah, immediately or a year after or something, it's too soon to tell, but yeah. maybe later on. Anyway, that's what I think, you
1: know. Okay. I want to ask one more thing. So, okay. you know how they say, once a cheater, always a cheater. Is that, do you believe in that?
2: No, I don't.
1: Really? When is it considered cheating?
2: Oh, it depends, you see. So Ava believes in emotional cheating. Frankly, so do I. Okay. The research shows that men are more upset by physical, actual sex by physical cheating, and women are more upset by emotional cheating. Okay. And I don't know if it is part of projecting. Uh, this is what they say. And during interviews, it's come out, so there was a study made that uh women think, you see, most women, most women would not cheat un- unless they were in love with this person. So they project, and when they find out their their husband cheated with a the woman, they immediately project, so he must love her. And well, with men, I don't know the reason, because it could be, they say, evolutionarily, it was so deep in the men's hearts that they wanted to be sure their children were theirs. Right, oh, I mean, they were not. Okay. So, if a woman ch- that these are vestiges supposedly of things that have lasted, but it could be another reason because for men, you know, that's important. Yes. Sorry,
0: I'm gonna just jump in
2: one last before yes. we end. Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> what about you know, we're we say here the sexy time podcast? It's a safe space to talk about sex and anything about sexuality and things like that. How would you advise, for example, somebody who has been married for a very long time? Okay but is being unfaithful with a man. It's, it's kind of like nobody really wants to talk about it, but I remember there was a show in GMA before that was just such a hit. It was called My Husband ah, with Tom Rodriguez yes, yes. and Dennis Trilio and Carla Abeliana. And,
2: <laughs> you really remember and when
0: we talk about it, it with the community, they know a lot of men who are married that have relationships with um, other men. Other men. How, you know, that is something very different, right? Yes. How do women who are wives go about that and how do what about the men who either want to get in the marriage or they don't know
2: how to get out of the marriage? Oh okay. Pahabul, right before you leave. <laughs> okay. Okay, so many, many things about this, right? Uh the men who want to get out of the marriage and the not if there is Clear, they want to get out of the marriage. I mean, if they're sure of that, it's fairly easy. You go to a lawyer and see, and then you go to you know, if you're you know, if you're you know, have moral issues and all that, you know, then go to someone to get help. I'm sorry, Bell. What did you say? Oh yeah, if they're uh, they, they are comfortable enough. If they're clear, they yeah. Yeah, okay, if they want to, if they're comfortable enough. Now, if a woman finds out, then you have to see her views first about homosexuality or man, men having sex with men. What are her views? If she feels it's kadiri to death, then it seems hard for them to continue in the relationship. But if she says, you know, if he weren't my husband and so I wouldn't be hurt, then of course it's okay. Yeah their relationship might have a better chance of flourishing. But you have to find out what the two people feel if the two people know about it. Because eh ibang iba ang dynamics. If the both parties know, and if only one knows. But is there dynamics like, like that? I... Okay, this is the... Okay, area. we okay, have we to go. go. Yes, oh, we have to go. Thank you for Thank understanding. Thank
1: you so much, Doc Marchie. This was... And oh, thank you my to your pleasure.
2: husband. My fle- I'll We're have gonna my have husband. a part two. Now I have to give him a blow job. <laughs> <laughs> my He's like saying, one I'm minute soft. late.
1: Doc Margie, can we have you back <laughs> yes. on one time? We would yes, love to have you definitely. back on.
2: Def- and I would love to be on. I mean, I'll tell my husband too. Yeah, definitely. I'll contact her. Okay? I'll contact her. Yeah. Bye. Thank you love so you much. Both. Thank, thank you. you. Blow job time.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you so much, Doc Margie, for coming on. We had a lot to talk about, but we can't we don't have that much time.
1: It was so nice to have Doc Margie on the podcast. I, I everything about her I just enjoy so much. Like I can the way she moves, I'm sorry that people can't see it, but like the way she moves, the way she talks, she sucks in, she has this energy that kind of vibrates and I'm like, I wanna ask more questions. I don't wanna end this, but it's such an honor to have her. Like she imagine how she started her career. Um, and how she, up until now, right, the way she's able to answer and kind of help people, it's really inspiring.
0: Yeah, my key takeaways from this, I uh, I like that she pointed the question back at us. Like, have you ever been tempted to cheat? And then what was the situation where you were tempted to cheat? Because it really kind of makes you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, no, here I thought I was so clean and it's happened to me. Key
1: takeaways. Key takeaway for me is even after cheating, there's hope. There's hope after cheating and you can get over it. But you need to know, you need to step out of that. I'm the victim. Yeah. The role that you put yourself into, like, I'm the victim. You you cheated on me and you're the cheater. You have to make it up to me. So like, I I always try, I always try to think of what's the best advice to give friends who have been cheated on. And parang you can't really think because you're, you're like angry at that person, but then again, why again did he cheat? That's what that's what Doc Margie had to say. Why did that situation happen? Break it down. And if you really want to stick together, you can find a way. I
0: think we need a part two of Doc Margie just to unpack infidelity because there's so many more things to discuss.
1: We always say we need a part two, but I really mean it this time.
0: Yeah. Like we didn't need a part two of
1: <laughs> <laughs> What about you? What else? That's right. All right, that sums up our episode with Doc Margie Holmes. Don't forget to
0: follow us on Spotify and Apple. Tune in every Wednesday hump day at 4 p.m. as we drop our newest episode.
1: You can also follow us on Instagram at the sexy time podcast or on Twitter at sexy time podcast. You guys can send us DMs or any questions. We Doc Margie did ask us for more questions that we're going to throw her away. So feel free to send over and we can send it over to her.
0: Thank you for coming.